Welcome in, everybody. Everybody. Good to have you on board. Bill Michaels Show. On the air. Packers get a win yesterday. Knock off the Chicago Bears 38-20. Down at Soldier Field. And um, Jordan Love looked good. Jordan Love looked good. No doubt. Uh, left a few plays out there, left a few throws. But for the most part, when it came to – I've always said that your your physical ability usually gets you to the NFL. It's what's between the ears that will take you between being below average, average, above average, you know, really good or great. And yesterday he was above average for getting his first true start when it comes to being the guy for the franchise. Um. I saw him do a lot of things very well. And the three years behind Aaron Rodgers uh, did him good because of some of the things that he had he, he learned about looking off coverages, looking off um, defenders, you know. Uh, not necessarily the no-look pass like Patrick Mahomes, but had a couple of really solid passes, left a couple out there. there there's, there's a touch that needs to be generated and refined that hopefully it comes over time. And if it does, then he could be a really good quarterback. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's going to be a Hall of Famer or anything like that, but he could be a really good quarterback. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, time will tell. But um, I thought there, were, there was a lot of good things foundationally to build off of yesterday. Then Joe Barry played more aggressive now usually we don't use the words joe barry and aggressive in the same sentence but yesterday i thought they did i thought they did played more aggressive the defense i'll I'll, I'll tell you one thing um brian gudekins wanted to get younger and faster boy did he boy did he uh i i don't know what lucas van ness is going to do the rest of the season but the fact that he he tracked down justin fields uh, and Justin Fields was outrunning everybody else in that field, and Lucas Van Ness was not only able to, to track him down but to ragdoll him to the ground, that was impressive. One-on-one, never missed a step. If he ever, <laughs> if him, Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Angabari, Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, all that up front, you know, if they ever really kind of come together, man, that uh, that defensive front would look really, really good. Really good. Can I play you a soundbite that I saved from the game yesterday? It's just a, a little quote. Kevin Burkhart said something, and I almost fell over in my chair, Bill. It's only four seconds long, but listen to what Kevin Burkhart said. This defensive line of Green Bay was a strength of this team coming in, and we can see why. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The defensive line is a strength? Is that something yeah. I just heard someone say? Right. What? Yes, with Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, T.J. Slayton. I'll give T.J. Now, T.J. Slayton drew the penalty for Lucas Patrick coming into that fray over on the sideline when Jair Alexander hit Justin Fields as he was going out of bounds. But even even T.J. Slayton, I thought, looked decent. Held his own. You know, I mean, if you start getting stuff out of T.J. Slayton, whew, you know, man, all of a sudden that thing really begins to change. Really begins to change up. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, yesterday, 
uh, via Pro Football Focus, the Packers were credited with 35 pressures yesterday. 35 pressures. Why do I bring that up? Why is that so important? Uh, the Bears were credited with six and a 10% pass rush win rate. That is the lowest mark they've had since 2021. The Packers, on the other hand, credited with 35 pressures on Justin Fields, trailed only the Cowboys, who had a dominant performance at MetLife Stadium last night against the New York Giants. They trailed only the Cowboys in week one. And the Cowboys had how many? 36. 36. Now, the, the the pressures did not equate to sacks. I mean, the, the sacks came for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys sacked Daniel Jones like seven or eight times yesterday. I mean, he, he got the hell beat out of him. But 35 pressures via the Packers defense. That's quite a number. That's quite a number. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the way to get a hold of us. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, and I just retweeted that if you want to read it. Brad Spielberger, our guy from uh, uh, Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Brad, put out, the, uh, put out those notations today. Um, that's, I, I'm not going to say that, no, uh, this, this is from Chris who says that's vindication for Goody. That's impressive. I was going to say that's impressive. It's not vindication yet. It's not vindication. You, you, let's not go crazy. Okay. It was a good game. It's something that you and I are going to talk about all week long. The preparation for Atlanta now begins, you know, the, the Packers come in today. They all look at film. They write down what they did wrong. They, they write down some of the things that they did really, really well. They accentuate the positives and try to fix the negatives. Get an off day tomorrow. Back at it on Wednesday. Ready to go for Atlanta. Okay? But that was an all-round, I think, solid performance. Uh, what I was probably, and I, I was trying to find it, and I, I haven't been able to find it. I'll have to go back and search for it. But yesterday, um, I ended up, t- I tweeted out a, a couple of different things. And one of the things that I tweeted out was that I was looking for uh, the three things that I was looking for. Um, God, I'm, I was, I've was been trying to find it all morning. I just haven't gotten to it yet. But there was three things that I was looking for. And one of them was creativity out of Matt LaFleur. And I thought Matt LaFleur did a really solid job. I, even, even going to the fourth down where they didn't go for it where they ended up taking the delay of game and they went 10 yards back and it gave, uh, you know, uh, Whelan a little bit more room to punt. I thought that was, I, I thought that was really, really solid. The create, because it made you, all of us, I mean, even Brian Gutekinds and company sitting in front of me thought, they're going to go for this? And it just looked like the way things were progressing um, that the Packers had a lot of creativity offensively yesterday. And by that, I mean they had motion, they had some movement, they had guys, they, they went uh, uh, on third and short and fourth and short. They were not, which, by the way, which is where Jordan Love had a lot of his success yesterday, was in third and fourth down situations, throwing the football. Uh, but they weren't third down, empty backfield, four wide. They didn't do that. They didn't, here it is. The three things I was looking for in the Packers-Bears game uh, yesterday. Love to be sure of himself and quick with the football. Bang, check mark. Defensive front to hold their own, check mark, boom. Buried to allow the defenders to be aggressive. 
boom, checkmark. Those three things specifically I was looking for, and then you and I talked this week about the creativity of the offense. What off the, the quote Matt LaFleur offense? Will we see the Matt LaFleur offense come to the forefront? And I think we did yesterday. I think we did. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy one hit us up. Uh this one is uh, from Thomas says the great kazoo and Aaron Rodgers. I put that into a few Facebook comments on the Jets page L O L. Uh looking forward to the game tonight. Uh I I am I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to just watching football on a Monday night. I mean, let's start there. Uh, yeah, there is a a um, an interest in that game. I don't know what I'm rooting for. I'll know tonight. You know, they always say, you know, at the end of a ball game, your gut will kind of tell you what your, your emotion is um, to, to who you're rooting for. I got a feeling that, I, I hate to say it, but, uh, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback in fantasy. Uh, I'm hoping he plays pretty well, but I'm kind of looking at it as, you know, Buffalo maybe getting the win tonight. Um, but I'll say this, and I don't know if anybody else saw it and what your reaction was to it. And it's going to sound like hater aid. So I- I'm telling you right now, did you, Grant, did you watch the pregame on Fox yesterday and Aaron Andrews and the sit down with Aaron Rodgers? I did. I watched the whole thing. I never missed the the Fox pregame show. Did it make you want to throw up in your mouth like it did me? <sighs> it's a good question. I The thing that jumped out to me is Aaron Andrews kept asking Rodgers, you know, well, why were people frustrated with you? Why were people mad at you? And Rodgers kept saying, I think we all know why. I think we all know why. I'm like, well, right. you kind of act like a little little bit of a jerk sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I because she said, you've rebuilt your image. You're America's darling. And first of all, Aaron Andrews has lost all credibility uh, in that. And just, I mean, she does the fluff pieces anyway. But it's like, come on. You know, he is not America's darling. He is the divisive factor among many. Um, and because of hard knocks, he put on a show. And I know he says, well, that's just me being me. And that's true. Nobody's denying that. But we also can't ignore what actually went on in Green Bay. And people behind the scenes in Green Bay have a very different <laughs> a very different feeling about certain things. The exhaustiveness of putting their effort into his feelings and emotions and the eccentricities that he had and kind of the lies that he – I mean, he's been busted lying. And everybody just wants to gloss over that. So all I'm saying is, is I, I did not drink that Kool-Aid and I thought it was a complete fluff piece uh, for, for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he has been callous. He has been petty. He has been petulant, but he's also a brilliant mind. He is an incredible talent. He, with his friends, is as friendly as friendly gets. Uh, he can backhandedly treat people poorly knowing he's doing it above them, above their IQ, and almost laugh about it on the way out the door. There is a lot to him. There's a lot of layers to that. And I thought the piece that they did with him yesterday was nothing more than a PR piece from Aaron Andrews to Aaron. Because Aaron Rodgers will only do interviews for the most part with Aaron Andrews, if you've ever noticed that. He does a lot with just her. And uh, I, I... I thought it was 
and, and then it was this big slob fest of Aaron Rodgers after the fact. I just thought it was garbage. And it, this is, you know, I mean, I know you watch Fox. Uh, what, by the way, before I go any further, what the hell has happened to the pregame shows? I mean, I used to watch the NFL Network because they were the most credible. And now they've got Mariucci dancing. And Mike Clements was telling me the other day he's dressed up like a lion. And then the girl who the, the, the hot host of Good Morning Football is dressed up like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz in some hot Dorothy outfit. And so that's goofy. It used to be just analysis. Uh, the NFL Live, which I can kind of watch, but I, I don't know who the girl is that hosts that, but she tries to be so hard and cool that she's over the top, and I, she's annoying. I can't even listen to her. Uh, they got Terry Bradshaw and Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, who I used to respect the hell out of, like acting as if they're fighting on set, like boxing. I'm like, what the hell is that? That has nothing to do with the show. CBS is just stiff and boring. It's like, what the hell? It's just, Everybody's just got a shtick now. It's like it's just gone completely jumping the shark. Just terrible. I didn't know so. they were doing the, the Wizard of Oz outfits on Good Morning Football. I actually had a, a bit planned for Wednesday. I had my Tin Man costume ready to go, but I'll leave that at home now okay. that I know how you feel yeah. about that. Well, you know, it's it depends on where you put the magnet, I guess, right? I, I can see <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Scott says, what was worse? Aaron Andrews interviewing Aaron Rodgers or Greta Van Susteren, uh, sucking up to Aaron, uh, to Brett Favre back in the day. Uh, those were both terrible. Yep. Um, Mike says, I miss ESPN days with uh, Jackson and Berman. Yeah. Berman is, uh, his, his past his prime. The CBS pregame usually is exciting as a golf clap, right? They haven't added anything to that that makes it exciting. It's still, you know, I, don't get me wrong. It's the best analysis. It really is. You learn something. But maybe this is the reason Fox is doing what they're doing and ESPN's doing what they're doing. And ESPN, everybody had, tries to sound like Stephen A. Smith now, making some kind of proclamation. It's like, just tell me what I, just tell me analysis. Tell me why I should be looking in one direction or the other maybe playing fantasy and why this is going to work or that's not going to work or this particular player is going to have a good day. Uh, give, me some pre- give me something to look for, something to watch for in the upcoming games, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, man, it, it's the pregame shows have just been terrible. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Chris says the boxing bit may have, become, uh, may have been because Micah Parsons took, bo- took boxing lessons in the offseason for better hand-eye coordination. Uh, going up against Lyman. I completely agree with that. Tua took up jujitsu, but I didn't want to see Jimmy Johnson trying to kung fu Jerry Bradshaw in the gut. Just, I kept getting visions of Eric Cartman on South Park going, kick him in the nuts! You know, just... Oh, my God. I it just It didn't make sense. And Terry trying to bob around like he's some kind of a boxer it's like terry don't jump you're gonna breathe heavy and and die right there on the set bust a suspender and snap somebody in the eye with that thing holy crap more of the bill michael show it's all coming up next covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network 
What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. I got a really uh, nice note from uh, from Joey, uh, Joey and his crew, who uh, said, uh, never tried it before, but went to the Nice Ash in downtown Waukesha to watch the game yesterday. What a pleasant place. Great to sit in those big seats in the front like you always talk about and watch the Packers rip off a win against the lowly Chicago Bears. I'll definitely be back. Thank for the, thanks for the heads up. Uh, I've been telling you, great place to go. Uh, that's Nice Ash Cigar Bar, uh, whether it's going down there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights for entertainment you want to go down and watch a sporting event like tonight, you want to head down for Monday Night Football, you can do that and just kind of take it easy and sit back in those big chairs and just uh, rest, relax. Uh, you don't have to smoke a cigar if you don't do that thing, but just go and sit with your friends and talk. And uh, They do have some pizzas if you want to get a little bit of food. Otherwise, you know, you can bring your own food in and uh, have yourself a beverage or two and be good to go. It's uh, The Nice Ash, theniceash.com, theniceash.com, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha, Wisconsin, good stuff, and uh, that's our friends at the Nice Ash. So good, uh, good that somebody took the advice and went to the Nice Ash and had a good time down there. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, uh, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, six seven seven or eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill. First of all, I love your show. First time I ever called. I love your passion. I am, Appreciate I am it. Thank you. Show. Love it. Okay. So before yesterday's game, if I could have just switched uh, fields to, be, to the Packers and love to the Bears, I thought that would have been the best option for the Packers to win. Boy, was I wrong. I, the plays that uh, Jordan Love showed, uh, I just can't believe it. I expected to win five or six games. I didn't expect him to be bad, but average one game. 45 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Seemed like they were a little confused. In the third and third. Oh, we're losing you. Sorry about that. Uh, let's do this. A couple of things. First of all, you touched on something uh, about the switching of the quarterbacks. Justin Fields, uh, I'm going to go back to what I said when they drafted him. I never thought he was going to be a good quarterback coming out of Ohio State. He has impressed me to the point that he – was he had a will he had a will to win and granted they've only won three games it's not like he's won a ton but he's looked good and given Bears fans hope okay and I don't know what that says about Bears fans I don't know if that means that they've just been so bad at the quarterback position for so long or that Justin Fields was the real deal I couldn't quite tell 
But I just know one thing, that when I watch Justin Fields throw a football, it is very quarterback 101. It's not on that second level or third level yet, and it should be. He's not great at looking off defenders. He's not great at delivering the football. I thought a few passes that he threw yesterday were pretty solid. But he's he's not a great quarterback. He is a really good athlete trying to play quarterback. So, first and foremost, I agree with you there. Second, I want to go back to something that you had brought up, uh, uh, Grant. We were talking about the trenches. And we were talking more so defense. Offensively speaking, I thought the Packers' offensive line, one, played well. But two, there was two things that I noticed. One was David Bakhtiari is holding up. He didn't go down. He had fun on that Dobbs touchdown. I don't know if you saw if they showed on television his um, touchdown celebration. Did you see that when he was laying on the ground? Everyone hyping up Jordan Love and Dobbs. Yeah, and, and Bakhtiari stretching out on the sideline like that. That was funny. Yeah, Bakhtiari stretching out. But then when they scored and the rest of the offense got around Romeo Dobbs, I don't know. I don't know if anybody asked David Bakhtiari what that was, where he laid on his stomach in the end zone and, like, Kicked in, kicked his legs and pounded his feet in in his fists. I didn't know if he was hurt, like in agony, pain. It turns out it was some kind of weird touchdown celebration. I don't know if that was something geared towards Aaron Rodgers. I I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. But David Bakhtiari played well. Josh Myers, on the other hand, uh, I, I'm anxious to see what his grades are through Pro Football Focus. He got his ass handed to him a few times yesterday. There was a couple of times where he was on his heels and getting bull rushed. And I just, there's there's still that question mark in my mind because they tried guys out at center and we wondered if it was because Josh Myers was barely hanging on to his job or if it was just they're trying to figure out all the versatility of the offensive linemen so they can keep guys that are the best rather than just keeping a guy because he's a position. And I, I, I might think towards the former, not the latter, because Josh Myers did not look great yesterday. He was not stellar. But in the trenches, I think, overall, the Packers won on both sides of the football. I don't right. have pro football focus grades, Bill, but I have Andy yeah. Herman's grades. He's been grading for a long time at Packer Report. Josh Myers was the third worst of the grades. He was just in front of Sean Clifford, who came in in garbage time, and John Runyon Jr. The thing is, two of their top three highest graded players were Zach Tom and David Bakhtiari, so it kind of balanced right. out on the O-line. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, I-, I thought Zach Tom played pretty well, and really, if you're not calling Zach Tom's name, that mean he pl- means he played pretty well, but Bakhtiari is just... He he's just good. He's got great footwork. He's he's just I, I watched him numerous times. I just put the binoculars on him and I just watched him and it's just like he just never missed a beat. It, it's 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 phenomenal to be to have that kind of a knee issue and still just be able to kind of walk on the field and go, OK, I got this. And that's what he did. That's what he did yesterday. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Coming up here at the bottom of the hour, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette's going to join us. We're going to break down the film, so stay tuned for that. You want to stay tuned for that because we're going to talk a lot about a lot of the things that we've seen, we've discussed, and now we'll break down on the film with Eric. And Eric's back with us for another full season of Packers football. Looking forward to that. Let's go to Mark. Mark, welcome to the program, man. How are you doing today? Good. Bill, um, you touched on it with Jordan Love. I thought he had two 
really great. I mean, I don't want to use the word great, but uh, the touchdown pass, to, the first touchdown pass to Dobbs, he sat in that pocket, and it was caving in on him, and he, he threw a, a perfect ball to Dobbs. I thought that was the most impressive pass that I saw from him. And number two, um, we have a lot of young guys. I mean, Jaden Reed, I thought he played great for a rookie mm-hmm. first. You know, he played great. Musgrave, you mentioned him. He played good. And then, um, you know, Watson, he didn't even play. And then I, if Jordan Love can hit it somehow, this offense is going to be – you know what I'm saying? I mean, if we had right. Jordan Taylor instead of in, – instead of, uh, uh, I, I just think the, the other running back, not Jones, but uh, – Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, if we had Jonathan Taylor, just, just – think of what he could do on this offense with the receivers have this could slow some bill if if jordan love keeps progressing this was his first start and he he was i thought you know guarded optimism for on my part but a lot better than i thought he would do he started out a little slow but as the game went on he got a lot better and like I said, guarded optimism. I, I just like the way this – I mean, look at all the young guys that we have and how they're playing. First mm-hmm. start, Jaden Reed was good on – I mean, he had a good return, and he had a good – you know, some good catches, I thought. So, I, I'm, I'm excited. I No, I am too. Appreciate the phone call. I think that, it, you know, now, first of all, it, you know, there's still – that possibility that maybe they get Jonathan Taylor if they decide to try to delve back into that pool. Um, I we talked a little bit about AJ Dillon and whether he's the mayor of of Door County or not. I mean, uh, did not look good yesterday. Uh, ran hard, but did not run with the quote reckless abandon, and was not able to churn out yardage. Was not able to fall forward for an extra two or three. So that was a little bit disconcerting. But the the backfield of Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor would be amazing, but you also got to pay them. You got to figure that out. And do you spend that money and start extending people now and doing that deal for further down the road? I mean, you're going to have money. We all know that. But do you start um, efforting into that pond if you don't even specifically know what it is you have right now? Uh, but I agree with you. If you, I mean, like you know. <laughs> It'd be an incredible backfield if you had both Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor on the field at the same time. I mean, who do you cover coming out of the backfield? You know what I mean? 877-867-1670. When we come back, it's time to bring him back for another year's run. We are going to talk with our buddy Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. We're going to break down film, and that is going to be coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends out there at Every Plumbing and Heating. They are in La Crosse and Trempolo and Monroe and Vernon Counties. Uh, not only is he hiring. But they are uh, doing so much, whether it's as the weather was warm, some AC stuff. But as it starts to get cold, think about this. Think about your water heater, you know, cleaning it, draining it, making sure it's healthy uh, or replacing it. They can do that. What about uh, boilers? They can do that. What about putting in uh, a heating system within your floors? They can do that. Maybe you're like uh, like a lot of us that like to do work in the off season and you close the garage doors up, but you don't have heat in the garage. Uh, they can do that. 
There's so much. Uh, call our friends out there in on Alaska. 608-783-2803. 608-783-2803. Craig Every and the gang, they've been doing it three generations wide. Every plumbing and heating and air conditioning. And they're hiring right now. 608-783-2803. Eric Baranchek next in the Bill Mike. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show hanging in there. And uh, Packers get a win yesterday, 38-20. Did it in uh, just about every facet. They had a, a score via the defense. The offense looked good. The offensive line, there's a lot of good and bad uh, stuff that's on film now that you can look at and you can see and you can correct. And uh, to talk more about it, break down the film. Welcome back to another season of Packers football. Our buddy Eric Branchek from the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Eric, how you doing, man? Oh, Bill, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Appreciate it. I uh, Let's start with what uh, – give me your reaction. When you wake up to today and you start to go through all of this stuff over again, give me your thoughts on how the Packers overall played and just your overall reaction. Oh, that's that's a good point. And I'm, I'm, I, the overall thought is this. I thought on defense they looked, they looked younger, right? They looked like they ran through the ball better. Um, and I, I really liked uh, the defensive line was, I thought, played really well at, at, against the Bears. So could be signs of, of, uh, of a really strong unit for their t- defense this year. And then flip it over to the other side of the ball, it's the same thing. I think the offensive line really played well against the Bears. Now, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you got to kind of not get too excited, really, you know, when you're looking at this is because it's the Bears. And, how bad are these guys? They didn't look very good. And so maybe, maybe it's one of those situations where you look good because the other team was really bad, but um, you got to feel really good about the things you saw with what the offensive line group did what the defensive line group did and them running around on defense. I thought it was really um, a vast improvement over what we probably saw last year. Okay, let's talk about Jordan Love. I looked at there were two or three times I thought the the pass to Romeo Dobbs into the back of the end zone for the touchdown. He did a magnificent job of looking off the middle linebacker. Dobbs did a great job of running the route, getting underneath the safety. I thought the crossing pattern was fine that he looked at and stared down just long enough to be able to deliver the strike. There were also some opportunities that he had later in the game where he just missed. He he came a little bit late to Jay, Jordan uh, Jaden Reed. Had he gone a little bit earlier, that pass goes for at least a first down, if not more. Uh, there was one over the top to, uh, to to Romeo Dobbs that I thought he could have had. So there was uh, there was some good and some bad. Give me a reaction in that area. It's good and bad. That's really <laughs> that's funny. That's the way because it, it's it really is what it is. Here's my reaction. My reaction is that I really feel like he looked prepared. Okay, so like you mentioned, he missed a couple throws, but those things I think sometimes come along. I mean, everybody misses throws, everything happens, and nobody makes the perfect throw constantly. But like the, the one to Musgrave, the tight end to the tight end of the young kid, you know, he threw that one high. That one is and a little bit late to read. So those are some things that you know that he can work on. 
But what I really liked was the was him looking off safeties, looking off linebackers. Um, I, I liked the fact that he wasn't he was okay running the football and and looked like he wanted to run the football. So I think those are really uh, the strong parts about his game that kind of that came out to me when I'm watching it. Those are the things that stood off on the on the screen was his maturity and he didn't look nervous and didn't look like um, like a scared cat when the when, when the people got close to him. He didn't. He looked very very calm and I and and again the the mental side of looking at our safety that's that's not an easy thing to do and it takes time and it takes mental um, stability to be able to get it done. So it was, I thought on that end of it, it was really good. The, uh, the offensive line. Um, I know Josh Myers did not grade out. Well, at least uh, according to say like Andy Herman, we haven't seen the pro football focus grades yet, but I got to assume that it's going to be relatively similar. I saw him getting bull rushed a couple of times, one time on his ass, uh, but Bakhtiari looked great. And for all the doubters out there, including myself, he just picked up where he left off and didn't really seem to have a problem. And, you know, we, we know Zach Tom played pretty well, but give me your assessment of the offensive line in the trenches. Guard center guard play was, was really good from athleticism and, you know, going off and being able to get backers, I thought was really good. And they pulled those guys around the end constantly, especially on that hand sweep. Um, they did a little bit on the, with the power and the tight end and the, the counter gap stuff they did was really good with the movement of their offensive linemen. I mean, they are athletic. They stayed on blocks with Tom. I mean, Tom, when I see Tom, I think guard center, right? When you're looking at him, how does this guy play tackle? He's, he just right. doesn't like the big right tackle, right? He doesn't have that look, but man, he blocks to the, to the whistle blows. And he does just enough to get in the way of guys, not overly aggressive or not overly physical, but gets it done. And that's what they need. And you're right. Bakhtiari was, was really good uh, um, pass blocking. And, and the one area that I keep expecting for him to start failing is his ability to bend his knees. And it, it hasn't really caused a problem. He's not getting beat um, by power moves and he's able to run block. So, if he doesn't have to practice, heck, let him sit in the cabana and drink Kool-Aid and Mai Tais all day. Just come out and play on Sunday if he's going to continue to play like that. So let's go defense. Give me your thoughts up front because the young guys in Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker played well. I thought that T.J. Slayton had his moments. And, you know, we saw a little bit of pass rush. Lucas Van Ness with the speed to be able to track down Justin Fields. It wasn't you know, like a consistent huge play that he had this mammoth day, but what we saw was speed, and I, I know that's vindication for Goody. Oh, my gosh. And it, I get a little bit kind of excited when I'm talking about this, so I apologize. <laughs> I sound like it, too. The way that they attack the quarterback, not just in the passing game, but if you remember, it's been years and years and years where it seems like the running quarterback just dices up this defense. And when you're at practice and you're standing there at any level of practice, the coaches are always preaching 11 hats to the ball, 11 hats to the ball. we got to get 11 hats on the ball. You saw that yesterday, and that's the first time in a while that you really saw that. And I, I, I attribute it to, to the youthfulness of their club right now. They have big, fast, strong guys. Um, and that D-line, one of the important things for a team is you want the big guys to get on the ball. You want the big guys to be there at the tackle, to give that final little splash, to knock the ball out. And you saw that with the fumble that Fields had as Wyatt and Clark are in there. Wyatt knocks it out. 
White had that big sack, and he was flying off the ball. I mean, it, that's what we saw him out of Georgia when he was playing at Georgia. We didn't see that last year. You saw Quay Walker show a little bit of physicalness. Certainly his mental upside is there. But the, the, the what is really inspiring, I guess, when you're watching it was this 11 hats to the ball. That was a big change. You didn't see that as much last year, and that's what's going to help them when they face a running quarterback like Fields is getting hats to the ball so that it doesn't get out of control. The uh, the secondary that we had so much concern with, I saw yesterday Darnell Savage opened up early with a big hit. I saw Jair Alexander uh, still smack-talking and still playing pretty well, play, pretty good football. The secondary, which was such a concern, uh, didn't really seem to have we, – we didn't call their names a lot because there wasn't massive problems. And we did see more aggressiveness and more man coverage out of Joe Barry yesterday. And, and, and yeah, and blitzing uh, – or uh blitzing a cornerback i think that was pretty aggressive too i just but let's let's let's, let's not get excited here it was right justin fields and the chicago bears so i right. think there's still quite a few tests uh for that secondary for sure but coming up and filling in the run filling on the screen passes they all passed that test pretty good looked really good ford obviously a little rusty tackling a little bit on a couple of occasions but you know it's hard to get excited about about their, their, their past coverage when you got Justin Fields and the Bears. It's just tough. Talking uh, with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, breaking down the film from yesterday. Um, I, you're right. I, Mike Clemens and I were driving back last night from Soldier Field, and we were both talking, and we were talking about all the good and the positive and, you know, kind of breaking things down in a very honest way. But then we kept thinking to ourselves and kept talking about, God, the Bears were just so unimpressive. They looked almost unprepared. It's like, what was your, what was your identity? And they didn't have one. And, and that was – so the, the question Mike and I kept asking was, did the Packers just beat the worst team in the National Football League? You know what I mean? Totally. And their offense is – run the ball a couple of times and then run it with your quarterback. That's not sustaining. I mean, that's not going to, I mean, they're not fields ain't going to end this season on the, on the field with that kind of offense. So I just thought, yeah, you're right. I looked at that and, you know, you hear people get excited, but you really look, when I looked at it again this morning, it was really hard to get too excited. There were some positive things without a doubt, but they couldn't throw the football. If you can't throw the football, you can't play football in the NFL. That's just the way it is. So not, nothing to get too excited about. Um, I think this next week will be a little bit better, but um, I don't know. I, I, I 100% agree with you. It's hard to get excited about beating the Bears. Um, did not know for sure. Anders Carlson was brought in because of the big leg, and we saw that with, with the 52-yard field goal that he hit halfway up the net and probably could have canned it from 70. But when it came to kickoffs, it was a little weird because the first couple when you thought for sure he's just going to be booting it out of the end zone, didn't. And, you know, they had an average return of 27 and a half yards uh, for the first two returns of the game. So was it designed that way? Did you see? Because I couldn't figure it out. I'm thinking to myself, why are you just not booming this thing with that big leg that he had? And it wasn't like there was a strong wind coming in off the lake. That was the only downside of the kicking game or special teams that I saw yesterday. Yeah, I, it was too hard to tell uh, from the TV shot. To, to know what was going on. And when I watched the film again this morning, I, I couldn't tell either. But it, for me, I, I think maybe just nerves. Let's try this and see how it is. Um, I don't know. Maybe some teams are going to start to try to kick it short and try to get turnovers and tackles and big plays on, on that side of the, uh, of the field. But I, I'm with you. 
you got the leg, why risk injury? Just put it in the end zone and start at the 25 and have fun. Yeah, it was uh, it was just a little bit off. I, I just one of those things that I noticed, and nobody else really wrote it down because you know, uh, like you know, uh, you know, a win is the ultimate deodorant of anything negative. But I, I just thought, man, you've got this guy that you've been bragging about with this big leg, and the first two kickoffs, you know, are on the one. And this was the problem that Mason Crosby had, and everybody wanted to run Mason Crosby out of town. Then again, you saw the fifty-two yarder, like I said, that went you know twenty yards up the net and could have been good from seventy. So that was positive. Uh, Eric, great stuff as always. Good to have you back again, my friend. We'll talk later this week, okay? Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely, bud. Talk to you soon. Eric Baranchek breaking down the Packers film. Packers going to win 38-20 over the Chicago Bears. It really wasn't even that close, to be honest with you. And uh, the Packers got the job done. That's what you want. And uh, to look at the film and kind of get a fresh set of eyes to get Eric back with us again this year as the band is back together. Great stuff. From Eric Branchek and the Green Bay Packers, and or Eric Branchek of the uh, Green Bay Press Gazette, uh, breaking down all the film. Uh, this po- this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the ICHC. I know it's too early to start thinking about the holidays, but they want you to because if you're looking for some good holiday music, if you're looking for some good Irish music, and you don't have to be Irish to go enjoy and have a good time, I'll tell you that right now. Whether it's the ICHC for a concert or a wedding or some meeting space, uh, get a hold of our buddy Corey. 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800, right there on West Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee. And uh, Cynthia is going to be there just before St. Patrick's Day. you want to get your tickets to that because that is going to be a blast. We're going to be going. we got a group of like 20 going. We're going to have just an absolute party that Saturday night, the night before St. Patrick's Day. Looking forward to it at the ICHC, I- Irish Cultural Heritage Center. 30-plus years getting it done. Go to ICHC.net. That is ICHC.net. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, You had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details, offers end at 9-30-2023. Reminder, coming up in the next hour, or no, excuse me, an hour and, say, 20 minutes from now, our buddy Mike Clemens, he's going to uh, join us and talk a little bit more about this Packers win. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Good stuff. Uh, got some emails to get to, and I want to get uh, all of this. Uh, got our buddy uh, Thomas who says, uh, oh, he was on the phone. Sorry about that, Thomas. Thomas was on the phone a little bit earlier. I didn't get to him. 
Uh, this is from uh, Jeff in Waukesha. Great show. One thing I have to say since the beginning of training camp, do not worry about the kicking game. He was a gamer at Auburn, and Rich already has him focused and not an issue, uh, not an issue ever, I might add. I know that it's one game, but Jordan Love uh, looks smooth. He has learned from Aaron Rodgers. He will actually run Matt's plays, and it'll be the Matt LaFleur offense. Defense looks fast. They do not um, – they do that. They do that. You don't worry so much on offense, but they are good. I, I That's a little weirdly written. Jeff and Waukesha. Jeff, thanks so much for the email. I think we all need a proofread. <laughs> Might be the best way to put it. 877-867-1670. JD says, unit thoughts on Christian Watson. My thought is trade him now and get at least uh, some return before it's too late. He has a ton of upside. However, the hamstring is going to be an issue for his entire career. I am by no means a uh, professional athlete, but played sports the majority of my life and happened to be one of those people that just had bad hamstrings. No matter how much I tried to prepare, it just happened. Watson seems to be the same. My prediction is he will be less than 100% for a majority of his career. He's going to miss at least uh, two uh, two games a year because of the hamstrings. Uh, if we can get a third-round draft choice for him, I'd take it. Thoughts? Ah. J.D., it's hard to give up on speed. Remember, who else had bad hamstrings? Clay Matthews had them all the time. Every year, like Puxatawney Phil coming up to see a shadow, you are always going to get an ankle injury out of Randall Cobb and a hamstring issue out of Clay Matthews, always. And if they had now, he's not Clay Matthews. He's not the Clay Matthews of the offense. I'll tell you that. But I don't think you give up on speed this quick. Not only a year into his into his uh, you know maturity, so to speak. Let's see what happens when he comes back. Let's see if it was more precautionary than anything. And we have got something historic to talk about. It means nothing to you. But it's historic to talk about when we come back. It's historic. And I have been publicly shamed. (laughs) Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. You're going to want to hear this coming up. Got a lot coming up right after this.